Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. Hello, dance physical therapist. I'm so excited to be coming to you live with an interview with my husband, training people in the background, 567 workout, and I get to interview Dr. Alexis Arizona Dance Med, AZ Dance Med. Alexis, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you know, it's always fun chatting with you. Thanks for having me. Oh my God, it's a joy. You're just a joy. I, I, yeah, I can never, anytime I mention you to anybody, I just like light up. I'm like, it's Alexis. She's great. Love her. She's amazing. I just, if you do not know Alexis AZ Danceman, make sure you go follow her on all the social media platforms. Her, her knowledge is just on fire and she is just cool. She's cool. Oh, thanks. And, and, and very kind. And very kind to people. Very kind and genuine. Nothing but good things to say. We are here to talk about re-nutrition. I don't know anything about this, and I'm so grateful because then I can really ask. Oh, I'm hearing an echo. Did it stop? Oh, it's thinking stuff. Uh, 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 we're going to be talking about re-nutrition, which is super great because this is something that Dr. Alexis has been diving into and providing information on on her own platform that is apparently like a major game changer. Because if, if Alexis would not waste her time, she would not waste other people's time on crap. Period. Like it's so true. Like you, there's not enough time in the day to just do willy nilly things. So first, let's start with just the big like definition question: What is Renutrition. Sure. So the bur- that's a burning that is the number one question. So first of all, uh, renutrition is the combination of Renaissance nutrition. So that's where the word comes from. Um, with Renaissance being, uh, if we remember back in high school, uh, having to do with like the rebirth, um, looking at things through like a new lens or maybe like a not so new lens, a different perspective or a different take on things. So um, the, the, the name was created and the whole treatment perspective and how we work with people is the new but not so new way of improving movement, improving health, improving wellness across all of our facets, physical, mental, emotional, um, everything. And that's basically what Renutrition is. It's going beyond uh, musculoskeletal approaches to helping anybody, but 
at AZ Dance Med, we use it to help out our dancers. Now I now that I know that it's Renaissance Nutrition, I must say I'm very disappointed enough for uh, for not dressing for the Renaissance Fair. I feel like <laughs> I'm wearing the whole outfit. I would I would be one of those like Cockney ones with the toe messing, wearing the dress with the bustier. Um, uh, oh, like Richardson meets you know poverty. Yes. <laughs> That's what I would do. Um, but, uh, oh my gosh, I love it. So Renaissance, so magically suddenly the fairy godmother has come upon upon it, Alexis and I, and we are now in our Renaissance garb. Perfect, yeah. love it, brilliant. Now, what I'm going to assume is, because I've you know heard you talk many times, because you're just amazing, and um, it's related with the gut, and, and, and movement science? Yes and no. So what, what we do is we recognize that the musculoskeletal system, even in, in performing arts, even with dancers, the musculoskeletal system is still a low priority body system, biologically speaking. And I know this can sound really morbid, but here's the truth. We don't need our skeletal muscles to live. Like, if you technically think about it, skeletal muscle. We need, like, your cardiac muscle, like, your heart has to pump, you know, and, like, the smooth muscle for, like, your vessels and stuff. But, like, your skeletal muscle, it's not high on the totem pole for biological life. So that being said, when something goes wrong in the musculoskeletal system for some reason and musculoskeletal approaches aren't working and addressing it, it's safe to say your body's number one priority is always to stay alive and to keep you safe. So if there's a muscle approach that isn't working, it's safe to say there might be something in another more prioritized, biologically-based like bio, uh, body system that your body might need some attention to. And then when that gets settled, then your body can be like, oh, okay, BT dubs, I want to do a split. BT dubs, I got to get through this performance. BT dubs, you know, I want to be able to do this flare without falling on my butt every time. Like, okay, so it's like a methodological, I don't know if that's a word, it felt like it, it, it uh, a methodological way to check all the other systems. Yes, it really is like the, like when people are like thinking holistically, like it really is thinking holistically. It's like all your other body systems probably need to be checked too if your muscle approaches, if your musculoskeletal approaches aren't helping your musculoskeletal issue. I'm mostly going to compare it in this way because I just recently watched the documentary on Scientology that mm -hmm. like exposes it and she shows how like Scientology is this ladder in levels. So is it like, without it being false, like Scientology, is it is it like kind of like that where there's these different ladder and levels and things in which you're like, ooh, this, no, ooh, this, no, ooh, this, yeah. no, kind of thing. The, yeah, we, when the way like we explain it to our clients, yes, the body prioritizes certain systems over other ones in terms of like how we function mm. and some and literally like musculoskeletal system is like second to last on the list in terms, yeah. of, in terms of priority so again like when something's not working in the musculoskeletal department and the exercises and the stretches aren't helping we look at the we look at the list and we look at the other systems or we consider how your body ranks the importance of the other systems and we go and tackle those now the reason that you associate that with gut is because gut function is a high priority system. If you can't absorb nutrients, if you can't get food to your body, if you can't 
um, get vitamins and minerals throughout your body to function, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty high up there in terms of life. So if there's an issue there, your body might want you to take care of that before it wants you to contort yourself in half, you know, um, tumble, yeah. acro, even like back, like general back bends, a basic error mask. Like, it it's like I'm still interpreting the Taco Bell. Like we haven't gotten past that. Kind of, yes. <laughs> um, why renutrition as a, a as a way to check the other systems compared to what we learned in physical therapy school? Because I didn't learn enough in physical therapy school. I don't know. Uh, you know, I've been out for a minute. <laughs> sixty uh, seconds, exactly sixty seconds. Legit, everyone. like the ink is still wet on my on my diploma. Um, but you know, when I was in school, we didn't like when I was in PT school. We didn't learn about the the. We didn't learn to the depth of what I trained and taught myself over the last few years. We did not spend a lot of time on the details of how how specifically the digestive system absorbs nutrients. We did not spend specific um, time on you know what individual vitamins and minerals did like I, like it was enough for me to be able to figure out the fat soluble versus the water soluble vitamins and what that meant <laughs> in PT school um but now having a bigger understanding um and understanding how that like can affect function has been priceless in terms of how it's been able to help um, clients when they get stuck. Yeah. It's really about when they get stuck. You know, it's not it's not jumping over everything and and going guns blazing blazing and digging into people's intestines and things like that. It's really when people get stuck. It's really yes. when you're not getting the results that you expect to get. That's the key. Um, that we talk to our clients about when I'm training like interns and stuff like that. It's that key. It's when something's not working the way you expect it to. Yeah. Yeah. And what, which body system yeah. have you found to be all of, them. all of them come up? No, no. But which body system do you find specifically with dancers to come up often as one that usually you have to address first because there's going to be a real major like whoo there. Not saying that you're leaving anything out, but because um, it's clearly a system that doesn't, which is a great thing. Um, but like, which one do you, do you find come up often for dance the dancers? Top two are lymphatic and digestive. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then, when you discover it, you take them and you shake them like a baby. I mean, kind of. What? Yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, kind of. And then they jump up and down for their homework because I'm not there to shake them and I tell them that. So it's fine. Oh, there you go. I love that. I love that. So uh, then I want to actually go and just focus on the food part because that is such a delicate topic with dancers. Um, mm -hmm. with the, it's just a very, very sensitive topic because we have stuff with body issues, body dysmorphia, all that other things, eating disorders. Um, that is just unfortunately extremely alive in the industry. Mm -hmm. So how do, I, I, I mean, this is related to renutrition, but I think it's like, for oh, anybody, totally it's just like, how do you have these conversations? I, I know it depends on the individual, but like, can you just talk about this? Cause this is like huge. And I think it gets glossed over and ignored often 
because the dancers can't handle it. So just to clarify, are you kind of asking like, how do I approach talking to dancers about food choices to help their ultimate like performance? Yeah, I think so. I feel like, yes, as I was making up the question, as my mouth was moving, that was the direction we were going in. So let's say it was that level of intelligence. Okay. Are you ready for the answer? Oh my gosh. I have a feeling sure? it's going to be very direct to the point and not very groundbreaking. And you'd be like, duh, Jenna. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> totally. So the answer to how I approach talking about food with dancers is I don't talk to them about food. Because food ultimately isn't the problem. And I know that's kind of hard to swallow sometimes because there's a lot of information and there's a lot of media swarming around us saying, you know, avoid dairy, avoid gluten, low FODMAP, keto, do eat this, don't eat that, drink all the water in the world, don't drink any water, juice cleanse, celery cleanse, like all these things about revolving around food and what we eat and put into our bodies to help. Um, and that's not where the problem is <laughs> um, in terms of in terms of where I get results with my clients, dancers and non-dancers, um, and recognizing, like you said, it's a sensitive issue. There's a lot of information and media swarming around it. It's this big taboo topic and things like that. Well, actually, food isn't really the issue. <laughs> Hate to tell you. So, what is the issue? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like otherwise, it's like this this unknown wizardry. Yeah. <laughs> There's two issues. The um, and I don't know if I think what I think it depends on the the person as to what issue prioritizes over the other. But it's usually these two issues. It's symptoms and it's absorption. Those are the issues. Food gives us clues in terms of symptoms and absorption, but the actual food isn't the problem. And I actually use food and what people eat as a gauge, as a symptom meter to let me know um, how they're progressing, how their body is healing and how their body's doing with what we're recommending. So there's a lot of times where I don't, yeah, like food, and I, it's at the end. Like if we have to make, or if I strongly feel like there are anything, that there are things that need to really significantly be avoided and things like that, then we have that talk then. But I can tell you, I can give you, I can give you one classic example. I can give you one classic example. Um, a lot of, uh, I, in a general sense, cravings. Cravings come up a lot, um, whether it's a sugar craving, a salt craving, a carb craving, whatever craving it is. Cravings a hot man on TikTok with this shirt off with the red background. I mean, sure, if that's your thing, yeah. Cravings, you're a mess. Cravings um, are clues. What you crave, how much of it you crave, gives me information of what's going on in your digestive system, in your uh, lymphatic system, in your, uh, it gives me a, a lot of clues about thyroid function. It gives me a lot of clues about your urinary reproductive system. It gives me so many clues based on what you like to eat and what you don't like to eat. And I use that information to guide us as we're working together. So for a long time, I don't want you to change anything because then you take away my clues. 
that's one thing. And then the second thing is um, things that may not necessarily be the healthiest, if especially if it's a craving that it's not necessarily healthy, there's usually a reason behind it. And we use that as a gauge. So as that craving starts to die down, we know we're going in the right direction. And then we can continue to encourage that craving to resolve. So that's thing number one. Um, thing number two, I think, is that healthy is relative. That's another thing that um, a lot of information that's kind of that I have found to be kind of out um, in, in mainstream media doesn't exactly completely cover. Healthy foods specifically are relative. Things that are promoted sometimes as healthy are not healthy in the same way for everybody. I can tell you that's largely based on um, immune system function, and it's largely based on digestive system function. So again, I don't come out of the gate telling people, eat this, not that. I wait and start healing their body first, and I actually wait for their body to not want it anymore. And then it's not so hard for me to tell you that or ask you to give it up for a little while or change how you, you know, how you work it into your body. I love that. I love that. That's so cool. I so, don't yeah. suddenly, I just don't crave chocolate. So now it's easy. I just it really, like it really yeah. is. And if you, mm -hmm. if any of you guys out there know me personally, or if you guys have like heard my story in the past, there was a time in my life where I felt like there was no such thing as too sweet, too much sugar. There were times where um, I would say fast food would like make my stomach feel better than like healthy food. Um, it was crazy. And I like, you couldn't tell me I was wrong. Like that's how it felt. Until, <laughs> until things started changing, until I started actually realizing why those things were happening and healing myself from the inside out. Not only did it help improve my you know, overall function, it helped my body look better, it helped my performance better. If you guys have followed our social media, you might have seen the, the post about me saying that time when I cleaned up my liver and it helped my split. It's because if those things aren't functioning well and not feeling good, then no, your hip isn't going to want to open up. Your, your psoas isn't going to want to, um, you know, extend to let that leg, you know, extend to the back to sink your split. And last time I checked, your psoas kind of passes in the area near your liver. So, so yeah, to answer your question, um, I address food issues by not addressing the food issue. I address, yeah. the, I address the underlying source causing a potential food issue. When looking into renutrition, how did you know it wasn't bull when it was new to you? How did you know it was something to invest your time in? Because once again, like everybody, I've already said in this interview, Alexis has plenty on her plate. Mm -hmm. So to be wasting your time, like how did you know to go down this path and invest time learning this, learning this more as a, as a way to better serve your patients? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, in terms of like looking into it more, there was a time where, actually, I think one of my mentors was just like, "You just need to learn more about the rest of the body. Take this course," and I did. Oh, really? <laughs> so, I mean, that, that is. Well, I mean, it's okay from somebody, somebody you trust. I mean, so yeah, that would it was totally sense. somebody yeah. I trust. But I can say, like, what allowed it to develop is is because now it's going to sound a little contradictory but it, it, it really isn't um, because it was just an extension of what we learned in PT school. So it's not, it was, it's not a change of mindset. It's not like I thought this way and now I used to think this. It's, you know, I, we learned about the thyroid gland and 
we we learned about like thyroid stimulating a hormone from the brain and then that goes to the thyroid and then it activates something and then there's the pituitary gland is involved and and it was in my endocrine chapter and it was all these letters and they stood for all these things and thyroid is a gland like you recall that in pt school and most of us recall that it was if you're anything like me it was not my strongest suit and i remembered enough of it to be able to like you know pass mm -hmm. So my point is, it's, it's not a change in mindset. It's an extension of that mindset. I can clearly say that, yeah, thyroid function and, and endocrine function and what the pancreas and the spleen did. And I knew that your liver was a detoxing organ. And that was like it in terms of PT school. Because, you know, you had to learn all the, like the, 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 great, the muscle, manual muscle testing grades and all the joint testing positions and all the origin insertion and innervation and blood supply and all that. So I didn't have time for pancreas, you know, <laughs> I didn't have time for thyroid. Now I can talk about the function of the thyroid like it's nobody's business. And I can tell you exactly how it's affecting your split. Mm. Because it's, we, I just, we, I was just in a very fortunate position where I was mentored by people that helped me not only connect the dots, but extend the line with more dots and then connect all of those so that that's it, it yeah it's not necessarily a believe or not believe and it, it's an extension and continuation of what we were already starting to be taught yeah the focus was just not you know it wasn't it just wasn't as focused and now we have an opportunity or my knowledge has had a given me an opportunity to just get more focused and that level of focus across the same amount of focus that i applied in the musculoskeletal system i am now applying across all the systems and i am getting people sorry hold on <laughs> the sorry. microphone the microphone did a jump it really believed in what that, you were saying you know, it, so it, it was like yes when I, when I improv and i don't plan for headphones like that's what happens um but yeah that's how that's how we're improving people's, you know, digestive issues. Like so many dancers have IBS. You can't hit, swing a bat in the air without hitting a dancer with a queasy stomach or an upset stomach in some way, shape or form. You know, that's why how I'm helping people with IBS. That's how I'm getting people off of medications. Um, it's really just taking that same depth of knowledge of the musculoskeletal system and increasing my depth of knowledge for all the other systems because they're all in our body and they all work together and they're all connected. I love it. I just, my musical theater brain just gave so many song tunes, you know, we're all in this together. And again, as you were speaking, I was like, oh my gosh, what's your theater, your theater. It is what it is. I embrace it. This was superb. Where can people go to learn more about this? Um, to learn more about my company, like in, in like the extension of what we do here, you can go to renatrition.com. So R-E-N-A. T-R-I-T-I-O-N, Rena Trition. Um, in terms of like training, you know, maybe we maybe we can do it as a joint talk. Maybe I should do it as a webinar and just talk about my training journey because it's not one path. Oh, I would love to do that. Well, also, I mean, if you guys have noticed already in the Dance PT podcast, I've kind of interviewed Alexis is a favorite. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm saying it. I'm admitting it. So yes, obviously I would love to have you back and let's definitely do that. That will be a joy. Yeah. We get, I get a lot of questions about like, well, how did like, what program taught you? Well, no, not uh, one program didn't teach me. Right. But I can maybe like talk to you about my journey and my path mm -hmm. and, and give some tips along the way. But if that brings any comfort to anybody who's watching this video or listening uh, live or replay, um, it's not one course. It's not one fail swoop. It's a concept that you can then go um, and look for the best sources to, to facilitate your best learning. You can find the people who, who can explain it the best to you. It might not be the same as me, but I can point you in the right direction. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Alexis AZ Dance Med, same on all platforms. I have it memorized now. I have it memorized. I yeah. like literally just realized I'm saying it for you. Like, yeah. Guys, please reach out to her, connect with her. She is a genius and just a gem of a human in the physical Aww. therapy community. Thanks. So. I appreciate that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for coming on, everyone. Bye-bye.